what you doing? Like, stop playing with that gun. I said, man, I'm not playing. Like, mm. I can't do it no more, man. I, I just can't. Like, bah! How do you identify if you're at that same low point or have you been at that same point where you're like, fuck it, I think I'm gonna try this again? Never worry about what nobody think or say. They're not the one that's gonna live your life. You are. Yeah. Something happened to you, their life is gonna continue. A lot of people be going through what they going through. Yes. It, it, Instagram makes it look good, you know. Everything yeah, makes it, yeah. Everything. Instagram is an illusion. But here's Man. the thing. Let's talk about any of them, at least one. But I want to general. talk about that particular uh, one. Though. That particular you know, one. There was one. Spot, but that, I that would mean a lot to me. It's going to be on my mind. Right, here we Let go. Me, I can yeah, pull, it up, pull, pull right it up right now. I'll pull it up right now. I got you right now. I know what you're talking about. There we go. I know what you're talking about. Let me know. I want it to be the exact one. I was the one. I was the one. Cats used to have my name hit up on their wall in their neighborhoods crossed out. So even in my neighborhood, you know, not everybody agree with what I'm doing because I'm doing it positive now. But I don't care. As long as I know and I'm happy about what I'm doing, I'm going to keep doing that. Yo, welcome back to the Rancher Network Podcast. It's your boy, Yak. It's your boy, T. And we got someone else with us, too. Y'all might be a little bit like, huh? Who's that? Right, right. So we obviously have a story behind as to why we got homegirl Katrina on here. Yo, let's give a round of applause, though, for even being here, bro. It takes a lot to be on camera <laughs> with all these lights. Um, it's our first time really hosting a podcast. But the reason why this came about, um, actually, I'll leave it up to you to talk about how this came about and why you're on here. So, um, PV Jobs had the opportunity to um, go to No Jumper and visit the the whole podcast. How uh, you know he's um, he's doing it solo and how he started it off. So actually, it was it was a tour for No Jumper, and while we're there, we met a whole lot of people. It was dope, a whole dope. But um, we actually had a sit down with one person. Um, who and is that? What what person was that? <laughs> and that's OG Suicide. He in Baby, the building. OG Suicide in the building. <laughs> so he actually sat us down and 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 um, basically chopped us chopped it up with us and um, basically told us what did we want to do in life, what was our goals, what did, you know, but individually. And um, when it came to me, I I said I actually want to start podcasting. You know, I want to do my own podcasting. I I want to keep it get it going. And he said, start that today. Like today, start keep going and and. Push it to the furthest you can. And matter of fact, I'm going to be the first person you interview. So actually, he gave me that opportunity and we here we are. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, that was real, though. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for the You're great welcome. opportunity. I, I, I'm a man of my word. Yeah, you is. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Yeah, I actually saw the video on Instagram, too. And I saw the, the way you sat everybody down. Yeah, you made it a peaceful it. circle. Like, let's all get together and let's actually just have a conversation. Yeah, and you went down and asked each person about their goals, like what they want to do. Um, but that's great. I didn't get a chance to see that in person. But hearing it and the way they explained it to me, oh, yeah. I was like, wow, yo, OG Suicide is really being able to touch yeah, some of these yeah. kids and, I mean, that's and what work it's about, with them. Man, we, we can't forget about the you, which a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. You know, if you forget about the youth, then you forget about the future. That part. Straight out. And yeah. the future's where it's at. Even these youth that, you know, they I mean, are the future. Mandatory. Literally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I, just, I want to thank you, too. I've seen that. And uh, you know how many times, you know, we're in a little setting like that and... and, and a dude may not know that he has that type of influence to shake some dude's hand and it leaves, it's impactful, you know? So all the youngsters came back cheesing after That's that, you know saying. what I mean? So Right, we were, everybody was cheesing. That's but um, when we were there, we actually, somebody asked you, I think, how did you get the name? 
Um, you said you shot yourself in the head and yeah, I'm actually a um, suicide survivor. You survived survivor. that, yeah. Yeah, when I was 22, dope. I actually um, shot myself in the head. And the only um, reason I'm saying that's dope is because a lot of people don't focus on the issue about mental health. They let that go. And I feel like I want to bring that onto the light. Like, what what was going on in your head when you shot yourself in the head? I mean, I was 22. I was homeless. Um, life was real bad, you know, at that time. And, you know, um, no real guidance. I had the streets, but no family structure around me. And I really felt like, you know, the devil took over me. You know, and I, I was fit living like there was no need to continue living. I felt like I was just taking up space. So I, you know, was looking for right. an exit and... That's the route I chose. Right. And so, and and what made you come out of that? Like, you know, I mean, after uh, you did, you survived that. So what happened after that? Like, you, you were, I, I, I know you were hospital. still, I yeah. know you were still kind of like, you know, down and. Yes. Uh, when I came out from the hospital, I pretty much was still living, same situation, same predicament, but with a gigantic bandage on my head, you know, and it, it's all about, people can give you advice but it's all about you willing to give yourself advice mm -hmm. and right. tell yourself mm -hmm. this is yeah. what you need to be doing and, and follow that and pursue that. And that's what I did. I got to a point to where I was like, I made my mind up to say, you know what, I'm going to do it different. I'm going to get it together now mm -hmm. so I'm not looking at my life down the line trying to get it together. Right, right. You got to start somewhere. And that's when I chose to start. Right. As being young, you know, um, I'm probably like the youngest one here right now. So as being young, I, I you know, I fight with my mental, you know, with your brain, you, you go through thoughts and mm -hmm. I fight with myself and, you know, try to tell myself like right from wrongs and like common sense. Um, a lot of people expect like, you know, to be, you're not supposed to be thinking like that or mm -hmm. what, what is, you know, something's wrong yeah. with you. How do, how do you, you know, like, how do you feel like Nothing's wrong with you, you know? Like, you just got to fight it your own self? Or how do you deal with that? As long as you know, never worry about what nobody think or say. They're not the one that's going to live your life. You are. Right. Yeah. Something happened to you, their life is going to continue. Mm -hmm. You know, you leave this earth, yeah, they're going to cry, be sad, but their life is going to continue. So you have to make it up in your mind. You can't let nobody dictate or control your emotions or how you feel about your life. If, if this is something, whatever you want to do in this world, in life, pursue it. Do it. Don't listen to nobody. Because somebody might say, oh, that's dumb. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. Just like podcasting. Mm -hmm. Everybody's not going to agree with you wanting to be. Right. Oh, that's, that's clown shit. Don't do that. No. Do that. Do that. Because them same people that's telling you not to, one day going to come to you and ask you for a job. Yeah, right, right. I'm serious. Yeah, I, 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 I sometimes just think to myself like, stuff don't be moving as fast as I want to. You know, like just life in general doesn't. Nothing goes exactly how you want it to go. It's just I feel stuck sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, don't get me wrong, I didn't have you know thoughts in my head sometimes. Like, damn, what if it's easier to just go? Like, you know, but. I heard your that day when you said that. I'm like, dang. Then that means you know he. By the looks of it, you don't look like you fight your own demons. But little inside, little do we know that that's you know you. I went mean, I hope. still go through stuff yeah. right now to this day. You right. know, I still right. go through stuff. Even with how I'm living life now, on a positive note, when I was in the streets, I was grimy. I was the one. I was the one. Cats used to have my name hit up on their wall in their neighborhoods, crossed out. Mm. 
So even in my neighborhood, you know, not everybody agree with what I'm doing because I'm doing it positive now. But I don't care. As long as I know and I'm happy about what I'm doing, I'm going to keep doing that. You can't put a time frame. Like you said, sometimes you feel like things are not moving as fast as you right, want it right. to. That's life. It's going to happen when it's supposed to happen, not when you want it to. Because the more you focus on, dang, I need this to happen this week. I need this to happen now. Mm. It's not. Because until you get physically and mentally prepared for when it happened, to be able to control yeah. it, to be able to adapt with it, to be able to to plan it out and put it together, that's when it's going to happen. Love. Mm. When you least expect it, it's going to happen. But you don't stop. When you get discouraged, go harder. Right. When you feel like it's not moving fast enough, go harder. I don't mind being the turtle in the race with the rabbit because I'm going to win in the end. Right, right. Oh, I love that, that part. Well, thank you for that. I, I really, it, it's hard to me to even speak on the topic because I, I, even now I probably fight it, you know, every day because I'm just mad at the position I'm in or whatever the case may be. But I mean, if you can get over it, anybody else can. But yeah, once you're real. dead, it, it ain't no, it's the final thing, you know? So I am working on myself and trying to, you know, better myself. And I do see that you came a long way. So I, I look up to you as you just being thank you, you. Um, because- you try to kill yourself and it didn't work. And guess what? You got a second chance at life. Well, it and ain't that it didn't work. It wasn't supposed to yeah, it work. Wasn't so, yeah, yeah, you're it. right. You're right. Yeah. It, it wasn't my time. You right, know, I, right. I had a mission right. that he wanted me to do. Yep. But but here's the thing, like, we always be our worst critics. Man. We're gonna always be our worst critics. We're gonna always doubt ourselves the most. But if you look at the surroundings and the love that you get for what you're doing, that's what you take in. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody compliments you no, and yeah. encourage you and inspire you. Take that, you know. Take that. That that that's your motivation. That's your inspiration to keep going. That's showing you you're doing something right. All the love I get from around the world with me podcasting, from my music to me being a motivational speaker, that's what keeps me going. Damn. You keep when the more you hear that, the harder you go. The, Grow through what you go through. Right. You know, that's a key thing. You got this. Just like you said. Oh, I want to get into, um, you know, podcasting. Here we are, right here. Mm. Right. Yeah. Anything you want to do, you can do. This is one step. Oh, well, I want to do this. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. We don't always know what we're going to get out of something, but we always got to just dive in here first. Right. You know, and, 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 and you work around it, you build around it. Nothing's going to always be perfect. It's just not, life is not meant to be easy. So definitely don't expect it to just be smooth selling like, oh, this is, no, we, we're going to go through struggles building it. We're going to get frustrated. We, you know, it's going to be confusing sometime. But as long as you never stop is the key thing. Keep putting one foot in front of the other, moving forward. Only you can stop you. Remember that. Right. Thank you. Very welcome. Because nobody, I mean, nobody gives you up game like that. I mean, that's free game, you know. Because I, I, nobody speaks on this topic. Um, nobody even brings it up when it's, you know, like a lot of people be going through what they going through. Yes. It, it, Instagram makes it look good, you know. Everything yeah, makes it. Yeah, everything. Instagram is an illusion. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing, too, loved one. Sometimes they put out there, uh, you're weak. When you talk about what you're going through, right? You, you're being weak. They do, mm. but you're not. You're not being weak. You're expressing yourself. 
You know, you, you're letting people know how you feel. If you don't express yourself and let people know how you feel, then pressure builds up and too much pressure busts a pipe. So let it out. It's better to let it out. And, and that's my thing about what my podcast is based on mental health. I want people feel comfortable with expressing yourself. Whatever it is you're going through or whatever it is you've been through in life, don't be ashamed of it because that's a part of your testimony. You know, that's a part of your legacy. That, that, that's when you do leave here, that's what you're going to leave behind. The, 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 the things you went through to get where you got. Because anybody can make it. But yeah. you have to want to. Right. You worked with uh, one thing that interests me is like I even caught it in the OC Weekly that they wrote about you an yes. article, <laughs> the social media component to it. How is social media impacting some of these kids around the world? I mean, it it it, it impact our when we were kids, our social media was outside. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, what I mean, that was our social media, mm -hmm. not not you know on the computer. Right, you know, because right. I've said this several times, like. We really start, we really have to make sure to the people with kids, we have to make sure we're in our kids' life and stop letting devices raise our children. Right. You know, devices are becoming parents. Yeah. And parents are becoming less parents mm -hmm. because sometimes parents are, are be, I have a bad day at work. And, and instead of some parents are single home parents. They, you know what I mean? Both parents are not in the same household. And it's like, okay, well, who do I talk to in a situation like that? And they feel like, you know, their, their kid is too young to understand. Mm -hmm. So, oh, oh, go get on your phone or, or go do this because they don't want to be bothered. Yeah. And, and that's why I push so hard to be the face of never give up. Mm -hmm. And just to show people, like, you can get through it, right. you know, and, and, and build outlets where people can actually come to. And, and experience or see someone like the people I bring on my podcast are people that have been through something. Yeah. I want to take whatever it is they've been through and put it in front of an audience. Mm -hmm. And in that in front of that audience, there's going to be people that say, I've been through that. Mm -hmm. or, I'm going through that. That part. OK, that's how you get through. The, got through that. Mm -hmm. But let me try it. No, right. everything's not right. going to work for everybody. But you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Right. Straight out. 100%. And we see this too with these kids. Like, even I myself, like, I have, if I have nobody to talk to, the only person I'm talking to is a screen, right? And then who's talking back? Someone that is just saying stuff. Yeah. And making you feel bad and bringing you down. Yes. And I don't know if you feel the same way, Katrina. Like, at a young age, both of us, like, just referring to that, like, we just, it just puts thoughts in our heads. No, no, no. Instagram does take a toll on, I mean, everybody. I think it's just, it, it it, just social media, period. Not just Instagram, but social media. I mean, you live up to something that's not. I it just, you know, you live your fake lies on there. You make that it look part. good. You can be um, anybody you want. Yeah, be yeah. yeah. Oh, oh God. yeah. yeah you anybody be. you want to be with a filter. Yeah, right. It's a filtered life. Mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. Right. But then when you get off the computer, wow, that's that's the really real you world. Yeah. yeah, you got to live with yourself. Yeah. yeah, you got to live through the real world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Straight out. I kind of related to like when you watch a really great movie and. You walk out the theater and you just feel like crap because like, damn, that was such a great movie. Now you're back in reality. Right. Same idea with social media. Right. And then it just brings you back down even more. Um, but another thing that interests me, too, is like the mentor component. You've worked with so many people around the world. Yes. What does that look like working with someone? In, you said Haiti. And like, what does that, what's that conversation look like? Is like there's translate like translation happening? Like, what's that well, look like? Well, a lot of people in like Haiti, Nigeria, a lot of them speak English. Mm -hmm. And... When I get people from these countries and third world countries, Russia, you name mm -hmm. it, that reach out to me to mm -hmm. where 
their life is terrible. Like it's bad yeah, how they yeah. live. Mm. No power. Like it's just it's bad. And then for them to reach out to me and tell me my life story, inspire them to keep them to want to to live. Cause some days they don't have anything. No food. No nothing. You know they. Uh, one 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 kid from um, from Nigeria. Um, I help their family every month. Yeah. You know I send them money every month. Just. Fifty dollars wow. or whatever it is go a long way. Awesome. Goes a long ways out you know there, what I mean? Yeah. It's go a long awesome. way. But you know what I mean? The kid he told me like sometime he have to go out and and like fight, you know, to make money to feed to take care of his mom, his dad, and his sisters. You know, and if you don't win that fight, you don't win that money. Mm. So you went out and you fought and you come home with nothing. Like that's a cold feeling. You know, that, that's like getting beat up by life. And and just seeing how they live, and, and like I said, when they reach out to me and just tell me how my story helped them and give them hope and make right. them it, it make them realize right. like I'm gonna figure it out. I, I have to figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out one way or another. That's powerful. It, it means a lot to me. It means yeah. the world to me to see that to hear that. Right. It yeah. does. It, it gives people hope just to let you know you, you do get your stars for that because you, you're here, you're living, you know, you're you're telling your story again and people look up to you. I ain't, you know, you have a lot of faces Mando. on you. So just keep it going. And, and I, I don't you. do it for a pat on the back. I don't do I, it for I money. I, I, I see that. I mean, I, I really do it. That's just like with my strength, with my yeah. podcast, you know, right now, it, it haven't reached the 4,000 watch hours or anything like that to where the revenue start mm-hmm. coming in. Right. But I'm not going to stop, you know, because yeah, there's no revenue came in. I'm, I'm not going to stop. You know, I use my own money to come down to come, you know, to do my podcast, mm-hmm. gas, food or, or whatever it is that I need because right. I believe and stand on I'm here for a reason. God kept me here for a reason. And it took me years to really realize this is my calling and, and I'm going to live up to it straight out. Right, right. No, I love it because you know what? It's, it's um, I don't know, it's a little hard when, when you got to think about, do I really want to invest this in it or not? You know what I mean? But when you're doing it for you, it's a whole different story. You know, you move mountains when it's your decision and it has not, it's not motivated by anything outside of that. You know yeah, know and, and, and to where, the way I look at it, it's, it's not even about me no more. It's about the people. Yeah, that yeah. You know, it's about the people, man, because without the people, who am I? Mm. I'm just true. me in this world. Right. Yeah, that's true. The people motivate me, you know, getting all these messages from around the world. That that inspire me. That motivate me. That That's the gas to keep me going. Right. Like, okay, I, I'm doing something right. You know, I could remember I used to live a life where I didn't want to do nothing right and done a lot of the wrong <laughs> things for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. But now I all the way right. Everything I do is legit. And like I said, not for a pat on the back, not for no money, just because I want people to see, to believe, to understand you're going to go through something. Life is just not going to be easy. It's just not. If life was too easy, if life was easy for everybody, that would be too much like right. Mm. Yeah, Straight you know, up, it'd be yeah. a miserable world because everybody would be. It'd just be just a miserable yeah. world. Every it's just easy for everybody. Like, well, where's the struggle? The struggle is is what keeps you going. You got to get through that. You know that that's like a test in life. Those are tests. Struggles are tests mm. that are put upon us mm-hmm. in life, and, and we have to maneuver it. Just just like a a, a treasure map. 
you got to maneuver. You got to find a way. Okay, I'm going through this struggle with if I do this, this can help me over here. And if I do this, right. this could help me over here. And, and at the end of it, you're going to bring it all together. And eventually it's going to be like this. Just like you said, sometimes you get you know, frustrated or it's like, wow, it's just it's not happening when I want to. But right. I promise you, loved one, mm-hmm. you keep pounding. It's like a nail. You, you put a nail on the wall and you hit it with a hammer. You keep hitting that nail on the back of that nail. Eventually, it's going to go in that wall. That part. Same thing, loved one. Just keep pounding. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Watch. Thank you. Thank you for believing in me. For real. You know, like, I never got no opportunity like this. They, I just literally just, I said, okay, well, if he's willing to do it, I'm I'm willing to go with it. And here I am. Yeah. When they they called me, I said, I can't stop. I'll be here. But here's another thing, too, that I also want you to know and to everybody that's watching this is a key thing uh about life too don't live a life trying to make everyone else happy that's not the life you want to live yeah you want to live yeah people are going to be proud of you or whatnot but you want to live a life making yourself happy because if you live a life trying to make everybody else happy you're going to depend on that right and then when they're not happy, then you're going to shut down. Fast. I'm not happy. I ain't happy. You're not making us happy. Yeah. You're going to shut down. You, you're going to freeze up. Yeah. You don't want that. You want to live that life looking in the mirror, making yourself happy. Self-love. You happy, everybody else going to be happy for you. But that's the key thing. Make yourself happy right. first. Right. For real. I will. For real. <laughs> I will. I'll got keep going. This. I ain't stopping. <laughs> you know what? Uh, happy is like a key word that you brought up. And it kind of reminded me recently, PV Jobs took some kids to a Know Your Rights camp. I don't know if you heard of it. Colin Kaepernick's doing this thing where now he's like implementing this education part and like know your right to be free, know your right to be healthy, know your right to, you know, how to work with police and stuff like that. It's wild. But one of the things they brought, they brought in an artist and he was like, what does a world look like where everyone's happy? And so I want to ask you that question. What does a world look like to you where everyone is happy? Everybody's not happy in the world. <laughs> That's mm. false. the reality of it. Yeah. That's an illusion. Everybody's not happy. So you mean to tell me um, like people in Haiti, Nigeria, Russia, around the world, third world countries, they're not happy. Everybody's not happy. You got to find your happiness. You, really, you got to create your happiness. Mm-hmm. It's not money. You got to be happy without money. Because if you be happy about the money, then the money gone, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. That makes sense. You're going to be miserable. The money gone, my, my life is over. The world is over. I, I'm, I ain't got nothing. No, be happy. B- build happiness amongst yourself. And then everything else comes around. Don't be happy over materialistic things. You right. can't. That, that stuff will make you and break you. Right. Oh, yeah. Be happy in real life. This shield that you have, that you live in temporarily until you leave here. Be happy in that. Right. But the world, ain't, the world ain't happy. There's millionaires that's not happy. Billionaires that's not happy. So the world's definitely, everybody in the world's not happy. You got to find your happiness. Some people got happy off the money. And then once they got all this money, it's like, okay, well, what do I do now? Mm. I got all this money, but my life sucks because they didn't build happiness amongst themselves first and then bring everything else in. Right. I see that. And that's tough, man. That's the hardest thing to do, bring happiness. It's, it's, for anybody, it'd take years to find what you want to do. 
And it sucks that people have to that, go I think that that's path. part of the problem, right? This yeah. just takes forever. And life, you only get one of these bad boys called life. And sometimes shit just doesn't unfold the way you want it mm-hmm. to. You got to figure these things out. And these, these, when you fall, it's a life lesson. And it, yes. you just don't realize the shit, though, until yes. you're like, damn, I really learned some shit from that. You know but what I mean? Sometimes you may say, okay, I want to I wanna do this over here. But this is not really what you should be doing. You should be doing this over here. Man. You, you got to find out what it is that works for you because everything mm-hmm. works different for everybody. Yeah. And whatever it is that you do, if it makes you happy, that's what you should be doing. If it makes you like, if it pisses you off all the time, then try something else. Right. No, Because you, you, you're kind of like forcing yourself here when all your happiness is, is sitting right here waiting for you. But you don't know that because you're so focused over here and you got to try different things. That's why me, I live a life like with octopus arms. You know, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. I'm getting, I, I bring my happiness in from everywhere. Right. But my key thing is, you know, my, my kids, my grandkids and what I do with mental health. Mm. Just showing people like, look, man, I, I was born in a bad life. And I took those cards that I was dealt, and I played them right. I went through all of this. If I had not been through, went through everything that I went through, then who would I be today? Right. I don't know. I feel like life was written before we got here. We just have to live it out. Shoot. Straight out. The ups and downs. downs. The ups and downs. Yeah. The good and the bad. You know, we, we have mm-hmm. to. You know, we have to. Sometimes we life could be going smooth and... You happy, you living, you loving it, and then bam, there's a bump in the road. Right. You're like, ah, mm-hmm. you got hit the restart button. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me get over this and continue my yeah. journey mm-hmm. straight right. out. What one thing I'm curious on um, with AD, not AD specifically, but with you with AD, the relationship, um, you were part of his life. Helping him come to get away from that. He was born. Yeah, like you were. You were part of all that. Getting away. Yeah, yeah. So you helped him get away from all that. But what my question to you is: How do you feel like you've affected AD on your part? I mean, living and leading by example. You know, we talk all the time. You know, right now to this day. You know, or if I see, you know, my nephew like. Early on in his career, you know, if I seen him shifting in a direction that I really felt like was going to diminish what he was doing, Nev, don't do that. Do this. You're right, Unc. You're right. Mm -hmm. Even myself sometimes, nephew, man, I'm feeling this way. I'm going through this. I'm dealing with this. And we talk about it, you know? Like I said, even though I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm human. My life ain't stuff. perfect. Right. Mm, right. I still go through yeah. things, you know, straight out. But I maneuver. I, I get it. It's going to come with it. It's going to come with it. You you get that, that burst. You get that moment. Then you get that roadblock. Okay, let me get around this. Let me, let me figure out how to get through this, how to get around this, how to get over this. I got to either go around it or go through it uh, or get over it. And then here come that burst again. But that's just how life is. Mm-hmm. And, and it's building you. Because it, it seems like the older you get, you go through a little more. 
Damn. Yeah, you yeah. go through a lot when right? you're younger. Are you serious? You go through a lot when you're <laughs> so younger. So it don't stop. It never stops. <laughs> right. Like, like, you, you, you don't stop going yeah. through things. You you really don't. And that's the honest God truth. You you're gonna go through things. Yeah. You know. And one thing I tell you that you're gonna always go through that I never leave is hate. Hate okay. you. People are gonna always hate you. If you're doing good, they're gonna hate you. If you're doing bad, they're gonna hate. Right. They're gonna have something to say, something negative to say. Regardless, you know, you could yeah. go out right now today. And hand out a million dollars and somebody, oh, you dumb for doing that. That was stupid. I wouldn't have did that. Mm-hmm. I would I would have went and bought a mansion in a Lambo. Like, no. Uh, count your blessings. How how right. are you giving back? How are you counting your blessings? Because you can never count your blessings being right. selfish. Right. True. Never. Ever. You know, I, I help people all the time. I'll give my last. I'm not worried about it because I know it's coming back. Right. I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it. And if I can help somebody in a position when they really need it, need it more than I do, there you go. Don't need it back. Don't want it back. Don't expect it back. Just do the right thing with it. Right. Right. You know, don't just go, don't just go blow it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> so did you start thinking about this when you were older or did you have the oh, same yeah, mindset question. when you were younger? Or Well, when I was younger, like I said, I was I was... I was messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I was younger, I, I mean, I was living that street life, you know? That, right. that was all I knew, you know, hustling and, and, and that street life. I, I, I wanted that name in the streets, right. you know, and, and I got it, you right. know? It, real, real quick, do you think it was, it was primarily because of the street life or the family stuff? Or it was a combination of both that made it kind of escalate to that point. Well, the streets, pretty much the streets was my family. See, I was, I was abandoned when I was right. 18 months. I was born a crack baby first, you know? Um, then I was, um, abandoned in an apartment when I was 18 months, took my children's services and the authorities placed in a foster home. The foster home I grew up in, Miss Price loved me. She was older, mm-hmm. older when she adopted me. Um, as she got older, as I was growing up, I was bringing drama to the house. To that path, you yeah. know, like never, never bring drama where you rest your head. Yeah, at, yeah. I was just so active. It meant nothing. Mm-hmm. When... I was in, I can remember time I was in camp and somebody came that wanted to get me and they knocked on the door. They didn't know I was in camp. They knocked on the door and Miss Price opened the door and they had a, a shotgun and they shot. She was able to close the door just in time enough to where she wasn't affected. But when I came home, it was buckshots right here at the door. Damn. You know, like I really was bringing drama to the house. Mm-hmm. And as she got sick, her daughters, they asked me to leave. They put me out. And it was like, if she was still in good health, it would have never happened. Mm-hmm. And I used to be mad at them. Like, I hated them. Because, I mean, I know what it feel like to sit out all night in the rain, sleep in cars. You you drive the car around for, for you know what I mean, a few minutes. And then you park somewhere. Mm-hmm. Make sure the car is warm. So so you'll be warm because right. it's cold. Uh, I, done, I done slept in garages. I done slept at the homie houses. I done slept on porches. Like, Wow. I really know what that feel like. And I used to be mad. And, and it's crazy because um, there was a time when I was homeless and Miss Price's grandson had came to me because Miss Price, one of her sons, had took a loan out on the house. With her knowing? Without her knowing. Yeah, I was about to say. That's a Without t- her that's knowing, deal. He, wow. he, he took a loan out. I guess he took her to the bank. You know what I mean? Took a loan oh, out man. for like 80000 Um, The bank pretty much was finna take the house. Her uh, One of her Definitely. other sons, they offered money to everybody. One of her other sons, he took 
the money. You know, when, when it came to me, which I never knew, but Miss Price used to always tell me, as long as I'm here and even when I'm gone, you're going to always have a roof over your head. Yeah. She loved me, man. That was my heart. That was my mother, you know. Um, and I never understood that. And then I was approached and they told me like, well, look, the bank is taking the house and the only way to keep it is if you sign if you sign this doc, it'll help save it. Or I could have went to the bank and got cashed out. Mm. You know? But I love Miss Price so much. And I was homeless. And I needed that money. You mm -hmm. know, 40 right, bands. Right, right. I, Let me run with it. Let me run with it. You know, I, I could have been cool for a minute. Yeah. But what? I love Miss Price so much. I, I signed the doc. We're we, we not going to let the house go. We're we going to keep the house. You know what? We're not doing that. And still got the house to this day. Nice. You know, and, and I was 22 at the time, and, and that type of money would have really helped me. But the love Miss Price had for me, I could never disappoint her, ever. That's how much she meant the world to me. And, and like I said, I signed that doc to keep that house, and they still got that house. And now me and my sisters, we cool. I didn't get it then because I was young. I was 16 when mm. I was asked to go. And these are the only people I ever knew. Mm -hmm. as family to me other than the homies in the neighborhood right and like right now to this day we good we good we we family for life i didn't get it then but i know now and as you get older you get wiser yeah so you you knew that they weren't doing it on some hater shit they were really yeah concerned about moms you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. Bringing yeah. The drama well, at then i was like Ugh. F them, you know, right, get right. that. And the last time I seen, you know, Miss Price, like I said, she was sick and she had Alzheimer's at the time. And, 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 and it blew my mind to be standing there in front of her, somebody that pampered me, that loved me. I couldn't do no wrong in her eyes for nothing in the world. And to be standing there talking to her and she don't even know I exist. And she don't even know she exists Damn, at the that's time. Nuts. That, that broke me. You know, when she passed in 92, August of 92, and I'm 53, I still ain't got over it. You know, I still shed tears for Miss Price. I, I did a song called Phone Call to Heaven for Miss Price that I'm getting ready to release. Like, that was my heart. That was who believed in me. That's who I used to sit and talk to when whatever it was on my mind. You know, that's who I used to sit and talk to. So, question, did that happen... So when you shooting yourself, did that happen right after she passed away? How old were Before you when she, she passed away? Because okay. her grandson, he they didn't tell her what happened. But right before she got like ill all the right, way. Because right, when right. I got out the hospital, I went to go see her. Okay. But they brought her to see me at the hospital, you know. And I remember laying in Martin Luther King Hospital. And okay, huh? I, yeah. And I remember opening my eyes and, and she was standing there, you know, looking at me. And, you know, I, I raised up and, you know, she hugged me. I hugged her and we cried. And, like, you know, it was it's no greater feeling. You know, and then when I finally came out the hospital and, and, and went to go see her, then to see her, I really feel like her seeing me like that destroyed her. Oh, that's mm -hmm. cold. I really feel like that, that like, it messed her up, Damn. seeing me like that. It, it, it made her, I feel like it made her get sicker than what she was because right. I was her everything. Loved one, I, I was a foster. I was putting her home. Her home was like foster home where they bring kids temporarily. Right, right. So if 
we're going to see what, what happens. You're going to hold the kid, either going to go back with the parents or, or go into the system. Yeah, I was and, actually in something like that. So. You, you yeah, see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And and 90% of my body was covered with eczema. So her pampering me, taking oh, care wow. of me. And I remember they used to tie socks on my hands so I couldn't scratch because I was scratched to I believe yeah. 90% of my body was full of mm -hmm. eczema. Dang. And her taking care of me brought that love out of her for me. And she was like, they was like, nobody wanted me, you know? So they was going to put me in the system, you know? Because um, Norma Jean, I don't call her my mother, but Norma Jean, she went back and got my older brother, but never came back and got me. But Miss Price was like, I'm not letting him go to the system. She adopted me. So you never had a Full relationship blown, with huh? your mother? I seen her as I got older, and I could remember, and I've said this recently, I could remember when I first met her, I was 13, you know? She came to Miss Price's house, her and my brother, on my mm -hmm. 13th birthday. That's when I actually found out Miss Price wasn't my biological mother. Because all this time, me being adopted at 18 months and growing up in this household, right. I was never told that. Never knew. So I was blew away when, you know, they told me this. Like, yeah. You tripping. Like, who's, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. who's my mom? Yeah. My mom. Like, and the social worker used to come see me every month, but ask me questions, but I never knew what that was. Mm -hmm. I, I was young. I, right. I didn't get it. And then when um, I met her when I was 13, and then I seen her again as, as I was older, when I was like 22, after the fact of what happened. And I could remember her standing um, in the middle of the street telling me that she loved me and was crying and I mean, I I had no remorse. Yeah, this is this is Norma telling you that. Yeah, okay. I had no remorse that you love me. How you love me? You don't even know me. Mm -hmm. You went back. You went back and got my brother, but didn't come back and get me. Huh? Mm -hmm. How was that love? That's tough. Yeah. You you can't love me. You asked what? her that. Heck yeah, I asked her that. You know that crying meant nothing to me. Right. Come on, man, I've been through hell, <laughs> so that meant nothing. Mm -hmm. Like you don't even know me. What's my favorite color? What I like to eat. You don't even know me. How you love me? I'm a stranger to you. I'm just really over here to see my little brother, which I found out I had a little brother named Willie, mm -hmm. which she had later on. So yeah. I don't know if he was my replacement or what, but you know, <laughs> <That's cool. Yeah. laughs> right. it had nothing to do with the situation, yeah. you know. Right. And my older brother eventually, you know, turned little Willie against me. He stopped communicating with me. Stopped talking to me and he used to tell him about oh, that ain't your brother because I used to talk about what I went through in my music and mm -hmm. my older brother used to be like man you wrong for that you shouldn't do that you telling lies how am I telling lies nigga we we was a bandit right uh, yeah okay well everything I'm saying and this is actually facts yeah like uh, where's the lie at mm -hmm. she came back and got you she didn't come back and get me so mm -hmm. I see what a favoritism was and if you feel any kind of way love one it's a lot of street right here we can Get out. Yeah, we can get out. Because to me, matter. you're a stranger to me. Right. You know, then I found out I had a, a little sister named Lynette, which when I met my, um, um, uh, I don't even call him my father, but when I met Frankie, you know, Frank, you know, which I still um, associate with my, uh, my brother Frankie, though, because he was incarcerated. I met him while he was in jail. He came home and he lives in Arizona and we still cool. We still cool as a fan, you know? And then my, my little sister, I don't know, I guess somebody got in her head uh, the same way and she stopped communicating with me and, you know, talking to me. So all of my life, loved one, you may hear me call a lot of people nephews and, 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 and uh, oh, it's my big bro, it's my little bro, it's my niece, because all of my life, has been built off meeting people. Mm. 
getting close to people mm-hmm. and they becoming family to me right. until we get to a point to where they just not family no more. You know, because people would change on you. I learned yeah. that people would change. I've lived with a lot of people and I've never leached. I've always paid my way. Right. But one thing I learned during the times of being homeless and living with people is when you stop seeing a plate and that microwave oh, or that man. oven for you. That's cold. That means it's time to go. It's time to go. You know, that's a yeah. sign without saying something. Yeah. Right. So you gradually, you know, take all your clothes and you prepare and I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I'm pillar to post. I'm, I'm wherever, wherever I can be, right. you know, and, and, and that's just how life is. Right. But over the years, I've embraced a lot of people, you know, that I've met that was practical strangers and we became family. You know, and it misses my niece, my nephews, my bros, my big bro. That's just how my life has been structured all of my life. And right now to this day, I still do that because I'm accustomed to that because I've been doing that since I was young. And that's that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we hang out uh, uh, quite a few more times. It's my niece right here. Mm-hmm. Straight out. That, that's just how life is. Right. That's how my life is. That's how I built my you build family tree. foundation. Yeah, my, that's how my family tree was built. Straight out. I mean, and I, 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 I that's deep. probably most of the solid people you ever got too. Because yeah. family gonna do you the worst, so and, it don't even. They will. They will. I got. I got people that's family, and like, man, it, they just don't look the same. No more. Yeah, <laughs> nah. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna be the ones to get you. So, because we're, we're on the topic of family, and I see that Miss Price was like, it was a big. She was a big impact in your life. If you had her here for thirty seconds. What would you tell her? Man, I, I, man, I love you and I hug her to death, loved one. And, and I, I really stand on this and I promise this is not a lie. This ain't a gimmick. This ain't nothing made up. If they came to me right now and said, we'll bring Miss Price back, but we're going to need your life, I promise you. Here's my right hand to God. i give it to her. I would give it to her, loved one, just to see her on this planet because who she was. She taught me a lot of values about life she would feed anybody practical stranger mm-hmm. off the streets didn't matter and when i was young i used to be like why this bum in our house right right Every right time i come in here yeah, eat, see, somebody in here now you see I, I didn't understand that when uh-huh. i was young I used to be like, like i'm getting yeah. less food uh-huh. you know but as i got older and i started noticing and i started seeing it more I, i'm like i get it I get, that's how i want to be that's how I want to be. Her ways, like, was embedded in me. Right. That's how I want to be. I, I want to be this way. I, I, I want to help people smile. I want to see people that's having a bad day and, and change the narrative on how they feel. Uh, and, yeah. and that's how I lived. And I, I, I learned 85% of that from her, just how she was, how she moved. And she was from Gladewater, Texas. She told me how she used to, you know, uh, pick cotton with her mom. You know, they escaped in 1955 mm-hmm. and came to California and was able to get away and, and right. change their life. So she taught me a lot of values about life that I'll never forget. I appreciate you sharing that with us because that's, that's touching, man. And to be able to love someone so much like that, a lot of people don't get to have the lo- that love reciprocated. Because she really loved me mm-hmm. and I, I knew it, you know, it, it, it was there. 
It was right. no way of, of not seeing it, you know? Because how, how many kids has she probably already taken care of, and right. you happen to be the one that she fully takes oh, yeah, on, Oh, she took right? care of a lot of lot of kids. Yeah. You know, when I came there, um, Carl, Carl Means was a foster kid that was still there. Like, that whole little area where we lived, uh, a lot of the homes in that area kept foster kids. Foster houses. Yeah. But Miss Price, her husband, he couldn't stand me because she loved me so much. He uh, like, I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you either. <laughs> Smart mouth. You know, we ought to trade him in like Shank do. Because mm-hmm. our neighbor was Mr. Shank. And mm-hmm. he had foster kids one week, then you wouldn't see him again. You know, they they gone. But Miss Price was like, I'll trade you in before I trade him in. <laughs> do you feel like caring about others makes you soft? Like No. I, I mean, loving people shouldn't make you soft. Right. Yeah. Why should it? You know, love is love. I mean, love. I'm just saying because somebody can give you a sob story. What if I, my mom's like that? My mom would like, you know, let anybody stay on the couch. I don't, whatever. If it's space, you in there. Okay. I don't care who you is. But I feel like it kind of makes you soft because you be, you know, I can see somebody like at the store. Taking advantage of Or anything. Something. I just start crying like, oh my God. Having a good heart <laughs> is a blessing and a curse. Right. That part. So regardless if they're telling you the truth or telling you a lie, God know the real. Right. Mm-hmm. He know why you did it. He see why you're doing it. You got to go off that. Right, right. Not everybody that come to you needing something is going to really need it. But if you're doing it from the heart, regardless, if they need it or not, whether it's the truth or a lie, still do your part. Right, right. Always do your part. Do Straight your out. Idea. Yeah. That's, count your blessings. Right. You're going to get yours no matter You're gonna what. You're going to get yours yeah. regardless. Count your blessings. Karma is the biggest gangster in the world. That part for real. (laughs) It's the biggest gangster. Ain't no gangster bigger Mm. than karma. And when it come, oh yeah, it it tears things down. Mm -hmm. And and there's nowhere around it. You can't dodge it. You can't duck it. You can't avoid it. When it come get you, it come get you. So just keep doing your part. That's all that matter. Right, I will be. <laughs> I, I I didn't think like you know. I, as sometimes I be thinking like maybe I'm just too soft. It make me too soft. I don't like crying or none of that. But I get what you're saying. Like no matter what, on your behalf, if you got a good heart and you're doing it, then just do it. I no. shed tears. I shed tears sometimes just thinking about Miss Price. Yeah. Sit there and cry. Let it out. Let it out. There's nothing wrong with crying. It's it's better to let it out than hold it in. You know my motto. My saying is let it out, loved one. Right. You know, let it out. For real. It's going to be good. You feel better afterwards, right? Right. Okay, then. That's all that matters. You feel good. You got to feel good about life. Whatever it takes to feel good about life. And sometimes cutting people off, you'll feel good about life. And I go through that a lot. Because mm. I embrace everybody until they do that one thing that just shows their true colors. And it's like, okay. I don't want you or your energy around me. I just don't. And, and, and I don't, I've, I've always been one of those persons that forgive, 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 forgive. And it's like, man, how many times I had to wake up? Like, how many times am I going to right, forgive? Right. Yeah. Like, you're going to keep accepting the forgiveness and then go right back and do worse. Right. You know what? We cool from a distance. Right. I don't wish bad on you. Hope nothing but the best. I wish nothing but the best. Just not over here. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not around I like me. that. I like that. You let that mess it up. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah. you, I'm, I'm giving you everything. You yeah, me, you know. Yes. A question I have is: You had a female figure growing up, but did you ever have a uh, like a male figure? Like my a, OGs, my was, OGs. And what was that like for you? Uh, I mean, it was the street life. You know, it, they was getting money. They was they was having nice cars. They was dressed fancy. You know, living living a good, even though it was the street life. But that right there at, at eight years old, seeing that, you know, in the neighborhood, man, was impressive to me. I want to be able to, at that time to me, that was success to me. That's what I called success. Right. That's what I looked at as success as eight years old. They got fancy cars. They got wads of money. Right. I didn't know how they was getting it at the time. Until I actually got involved. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this how y'all doing this. <laughs> but, I mean, man, once you in, you in. Yeah. You know, but that's who I looked up to, you know, a lot of my OGs. But, but you know what? In your era, you had real OGs. They you weren't know, just yeah, sending yeah. motherfuckers on, cra- oh, no, on no, dummy missions, no, crashing. No, you know no, what I mean? We wasn't doing that. Even the stuff I was doing, I never told the little homies to go do. But one thing I can mm. say, I've always showed the little homies, get money. Get money. Don't, get money. You, yeah. I mean, come on. How else you going to be good out here? You got to get money. Yeah. But they see what I'm doing. Well, we see you doing it. Well, I, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't giving nobody no pistol. Or I ain't doing none of that. I'm not telling you what to go do. If that's in you, that's in you. Whatever you see me doing, you don't copy me. Don't do what I do. Don't, don't, don't follow my footsteps, you know. Right. Be better than me. Mm-hmm. When I used to see the little homies in the neighborhood ditching school, I used to punch them up and take them back to school. Yeah, that's a homie. You know, right they used there. to hate yeah. to see everybody else be letting them kick it mm-hmm. out there, you know, chilling with them. Or somebody would call me, man, man, little such such name over here on the block. For real? They see my car and <laughs> don't run. <laughs> don't run. Y'all know it's going to be worse. Mm-hmm. Don't run. And you gonna take us to school? Yeah, I'm a pun- and I'm taking you to school, and I'm walking you in the office, and make sure y'all get to y'all classes. Yeah, I- I'm doing the most. Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. overboard for y'all. Mm-hmm. Some of them in prison, um, never coming home. Some died, but a lot of them that's still alive. You know, they thank me to this day. Even the ones that's locked up, you know, still thank me. Like, man, I wish if I would have just listened to you, I wouldn't be in this predicament I'm in. And I didn't realize it then, but now I see it. You really cared. You really was trying to see us do it different, you know? And and that's all I ever wanted to see, you know? Because I I went through the worst, and I've always been one that I want to see if I can help a person from going through anything similar than what I go through. Any Mm -hmm. any better route is better than um, the route I had to take. Then that's what I do. That's what I'm about. You touched on prison. One thing I'm curious on, you mentioned that you were previously incarcerated a few times, right? Yeah. What was that experience like for you? Because you were active, like yeah. on a on a consistent basis. I mean, my thing, man, there's there's nothing better than than freedom. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And and it's just one of them things like you got caught. The object of it is is to not get caught. You know? And and, and, and when you slip up, you can get caught. Just, you know, slipping up mm-hmm. or, 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 or being involved in something or doing something and not doing it the smart way, not thinking before you do it. You know, sometimes things happen unexpectedly right then and there. It, it can go down, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then later on you, they come 
knock on your door, right. you know, for for what happened. Right. But my thing is the the I'm I'm more into teaching people is do it the right way so you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. There come a time in life where you got to do what you got to do, but that's not the advice that I give. I get it, but it's not what I get. Right, right. Yeah. How how hard is it talking to the youngsters, telling them that? Because you know, as a youngster, you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, you talk. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna go. I don't have whatever. problems. They're, they're receptive to it. Yeah, I don't okay. have problems with it. You know, and, and and it's based on a lot of time. It's kind of based on who the person is. There you go. Because right. if you've never been a nobody, then how you gonna come tell somebody to? What advice can you give? Right. You know, that's what made me step up for suicide, being an activist for suicide awareness and prevention because I actually know the real feeling of wanting to kill yourself. That's all I'm saying. I know it personally. I've been face-to-face with it. I've tried to volunteer for suicide hotlines, and they told me that they would charge me money to train what? me what? to talk on the phone. What? Yeah, because at first, that's what I was trying to do. Before mm-hmm. I started doing this, I was trying to volunteer at hotlines. Hey, how you doing? Broke my story down to him. And like, man, I would, you know, I would like to come, you know, volunteer and get on the phone and talk. Well, it's going to take like, you know, like four training sessions. They're like $150 each and we can train you, you know, how to talk on the phone. I said, hey, you ever want to kill yourself? He said, oh, no, definitely not. I ain't never wanted to do that. that Well, check this out. I could train you. That part. Mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more experienced in it than you are. I would be a better person on the phone than you are because you don't know how that person really feel right. on the phone. You know? You, you don't know the pain personally that they're going through. I do. So it's cool. I, I started doing it myself. Worst thing ever, um, I was trying to get my story on the news. Shout out to Christine Devine for giving me a platform, for interviewing me. Um on her, on at, at the station, you know, Fox 11 News. 100%. And let me share yeah. my story. Shout out to Christine Devine. Shout out to her. Access, Shout out to putting it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I called the news, not Christine Devine, but I called another news channel. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like explaining who I was and breaking my story down to mm-hmm. him. And this idiot said... Well, to us, it's actually not news until after it happened. I said, man, if I was just standing in front of you right now, I promise you'd be getting up off the ground. Holy shit. You'd be getting up. Like, uh, I'll waking fold up, you. Huh? Yeah, waking up. Waking up. For sure. For sure. Because that really hurt me. So you mean to tell me y'all views are based on death? Not on living? Not preventing? Not preventing? Mm-hmm. That's news to y'all. I just hung it up. And it made me go harder. The hotline discouraged me. The news discouraged me. Discouragement. I just went harder. Oh, okay. I can't take these routes. Let me create this route myself. Mm-hmm. And, and do this. It, it, yeah, it's going to be a slow climb, but so what? I'm just going to keep climbing with it and I'm not going to stop. And that's what I did. And, and, and that's what I do. And this is where I'm at with it. Yeah. And I love it. You, you can feel when somebody's making up something. Yes. Or, I mean, just feel somebody energy or they ain't really like that or, you know, um, 
And so when I came across you, I just knew. I'm like, hold on, I, not like that. But I didn't know who you were when and, I met I, you. No, and, and, and you and it was another loved one with you, Looney, Juan, and I. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, Remember, I, I, I taught her our I interns. Said, Ooh, that demeanor in your yeah, face. Yeah, me, me like, mugging. Who is you? <laughs> no, you. You ain't my big homie. What you gonna do? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I run the fame with you. Yeah. You know. And then I looked at you. You yeah. know what I mean? And you had that same demeanor, like, this ain't none of my OGs This the second nigga or what? <laughs> nah. Who is you? But when I start speaking, yeah, you can. y'all start looking. Mm-hmm. But then the key thing I said when I said I get where I need to go, because I get it, y'all just came home. Y'all got that 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 mentality. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Man. I ain't got to listen to nobody. I'm fresh out, just, you know what I mean? And survived the inside and made it out. But when I stated about my life, how I shot myself in the head, I read everybody's face expression and everybody was just like. Yeah, you had me. Like, okay. And then I broke it down. Because my thing is, I go through that. When I first sit down to, to talk to young people that don't know me from the... The cap on this bottle. So they automatically is going to be looking like, who is you? Yeah, all the time. But I know when I speak, I speak from my gut. I speak from my heart. And I mean everything I tell people. And I'll never tell nobody wrong. I lead by example. And I live by what I stand on. Hello. It gets to to them and they understand it and they realize it like, it's a real one right here. Yeah, even when you said you was going to do the interview, I said, he talking. I even told my homegirl something right now. I'm like, yeah, all right. You know, all these people going to walk in. You know where we at? They not going to do no interview with nobody. Like, they don't even know who the fuck I am. I'll go anywhere. I'll go anywhere. By, and I'm by myself. I, literally. Nah, nah. I'll I go anywhere. I don't care where it is. You could have been said it's in the projects, in this apartment. Hello. It's going to be a gang of homies hanging out. Right. You know, when you pull up. <laughs> it, it's cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> you straight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming, loved one. I, I, I live on what, what, what I said. My word, I was taught that in the neighborhood I grew up in, if your word meant didn't mean nothing, I've seen many people get their teeth knocked out their mouth. Oh, my mama. You know, hey, come to the field. Yeah. When you hear come to the field. I've said this many times. When you hear come to the field, you, you definitely going to come back dusty and blood on you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, your word, my word means the world to me and I learned that I don't ever want to be one of them guys yeah. you know if yeah. I said I, I meant that yeah you did and I'm stand gonna do on that it. Yeah, I'm gonna always stand on it love one <laughs> thank you for every, I, like I said I can't stop saying thank you for the opportunity it's all literally. good it's Man. all I'm just glad you listened and you was willing to uh, uh, accept the advice you know right. and you did that look at you now look right. at you now what you said you want to be a podcast look at you and you, and you look good doing it. You you. you you fit right here where you supposed to, you where you're supposed to be. Stick to it. And, and, Don't let this be the last day. Right. There you go. Thank you. It's only up from here. That's it. And, and she she said she was only gonna have one question for you. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's killing it. Too. She's killing it. I'm she like, she dude, he's like, she left off the two zeros. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, he like um. Yeah, you gonna need a whole question thing. I'm like, oh, okay, like this, this that type of. And he, on the other hand, like, just go off flow. How you mean? You just be yeah. talking. Just go off. You know, that's you, we just be like having a regular coffee. conversation. Yeah. And then that's it's really cool. yeah. You gotta just be into it. Yeah. Yes. 
And, yeah, and so, you give me that vibe. It's some people that just be like, oh, okay, well, get to the point, you know? Like, yeah, but nah, you cool, cool vibes, everything about oh, yeah. you, yeah. I'm always like this. That's dope. This is how yeah. I am, you know, straight up. That's exciting to, to see it like that. It's just, just chill, lay back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill, yeah. lay back conversations. You can get so much info from somebody just by having a basic conversation. I mean, you never know what a person been through until you talk to them. I know it, it, and it's wild. It's like I could walk across you, like right, walk literally just right across you. I did not know that you've been literally through all this. You, you're <laughs> trying to kill yourself, this and that. And you know what? You can find that out just by giving been a shot simple a couple high. times too. I got a two, two, three round in my back. Yeah, you know what? Let's yeah. talk about that because you, there was yeah. a time when you were with your son. Yeah, yeah. I was with my son. My son was at the house, Never. and mm-hmm. somebody had came through. Um, not shooting at me in particular, but the same house I grew up in, and. Um, Something had occurred, which caused mm-hmm. some beef, and a uh, cat came through with a yopper, you know? And we was getting beam. ready to leave, go to the studio. We was getting ready to leave, yeah. And I remember the homie was like, I, I went in the house, because I just came back from getting my son some food. He was 10 years old. He was playing his game. I came back, got him some food, was like, I'm going to go back out here to the garage. And as I walked out the door, you know, I remember the homie like... Like, man, who's that right there in Watch the field? Watch that car. No, no, well, they <laughs> oh. actually come down like it's a field right there. Oh, and I was okay. like, who's that? Look, walking through the field right there. And, you know, I walk, and as I turn like this to look. Never. Damn. Damn. I was hot. All I could think about is my son is in the house. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing on my mind. And, and I was hit, and everybody was like, who hit, who hit? And I remember the homie was like, who hit? Who hit? Uh, uh, one of the homies was on the side of the house because the bullet went through his back and came out his chest. He lost a lung. And he was on the side of the house. like. So when the paramedics got there, they came to grab me. But I'm like, man, go help the homie. Mm-hmm. I- I'm standing on my feet. I was more mad than anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And I tell him, I go, I have to go t- tell my son because my son is in the house. So after the, uh, the shooting stopped, I go to the door and my aunt Glenn, rest in peace, Glenn, he was there. And I told him, I, you know, I lift my jacket up. It was like I'm hit. And and I was like, man, if anything happened to me, just make sure my son know I loved him. And I went in there and I told my son, I said, oh, everything good, son. And he was just standing there looking like shocked. And I'm talking about yapper. It's, it's holes all through the house. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. So... He sit down, he was calm, he was cool, and me and his mom, we wasn't together at the time, you know, we, we wasn't getting along, and I said, you need to get over here, I just got shot, she like, how you got shot, and you on the phone, like, get over here, right. I, I'm hit, and she came, and when they told him that I had got shot, it was like, my dad ain't get shot, I talked to my dad, my right. dad came in here and talked to me, my dad ain't shot, but I couldn't show him that. That's crazy. You had enough energy to keep it together. For Man, that. I was more angry than yeah. anything. And one thing about getting shot, don't panic. You know, because mm, when you panic, your, your chest yeah. start beating harder. Your blood start pumping more. More flow yeah. out of the hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then another time I was standing, um, uh, a gentleman i known since he was young, he had a um, birthday party, and I had a Hummer at this time, and uh, I stopped over there and slanted it across his driveway. They was all in the garage, and I was on my phone, and I remember somebody said, man, watch that car, watch that car. And when I looked up, the front window and the back window came down. And, Damn. you know, cats, oh, shit. 
you know, yeah. came up out of there. And I, I spent and and broke, and it was kids out there, but I'd rather take a bullet than let a kid take a bullet. Mm. You know, and I got hit in the leg that day, but for the children, I, I'll take a shell. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it. And and we was good, and, and thank goodness I had my Hummer slanted across the driveway. It's a big oh, ass truck, massive. Yeah. yeah. Because the garage was up, and there was a lot of people in the garage. This in Compton. Yeah, it's in Compton, and, and typical, <laughs> typical day. day in Compton. Typical day. No, literally, it's uh, cracking. No, no. Yeah, it's crazy. Regular day in Compton, you yeah. know, broad daylight, you know, probably like three o'clock in the daytime, and yeah. Damn. But you know, like I said, it. You know, here for a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that part. Growing up in Compton, do you feel like it's it's different from LA? Uh. I mean, to me, it's really not no difference, you know. It's, uh, man, war is war. Right, right. It's cracking everywhere. You know, LA, baby, people so get murdered in church. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, war is war, no matter where it's at. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. But uh, is it like different out here compared? Because I don't know that kind of life. Is it different out here compared to, like, let's say, like the like the, the valley and stuff like that? Do you know how different that is? Or is it very similar? I mean, well, the valley is, you know, starting to get wicked because people right. from different areas are moving oh, to the valley, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, one thing I heard about, because when we were doing work in Watts, they were giving people Section 8 vouchers, but they were like, oh, but you can't live here. You got to go out there. You got to use the voucher out there. Yeah, they, so if, they're giving vouchers for people to move, like, way out. So you just, they're forcing and pushing it out and then not yeah, giving. See, that's in Watts. Mm-hmm. So in different areas, like, do you know of different areas that are doing that too as well or not? Definitely in um in Watts they're doing that. Yeah. Compton is what, more homes and stuff, right? Yes. Got a mm-hmm. lot of houses homes, up there. They got apartments, homes, yeah. yeah. So you got prop you got property too. I want to talk about your what you got going on yourself too. As a rapper too, talk a, a little bit about your lyric. Cause you're not just you're not mm-hmm. a rapper. You're you're someone that is poetic at the same time. You said it yourself, every like every word yes. that you have in your music yes. has a reason. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a purpose. You know, every word, every letter. Um, I'm more of a. I consider myself more of a, um, a visionist. Mm. You know, when you listen to my music, you can actually see what I'm saying mm-hmm. without it being a video. Mm-hmm. So that's how my music is. You can just actually sit there and listen to it, and like, I can picture that. You can see it. Word for word. Oh, yeah. There was a music video that I think you, you created more so representing, I believe, like your 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 thoughts when you're going through the suicidal, mm-hmm. you know, that suicidal part. Can you talk a little bit about how you created that? What's the name of the song? Because I have several. <laughs> well, it was, the, it was the one. I'm trying now to think. You put them on blast I now. can't recall. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, recall. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. research. I can't uh, recall, but yeah, yeah. I know, it's like you probably yeah, you gonna get it back, huh? Which one? Well, any of them. Let's talk about any of them. At least one. But I want to talk about that particular uh, one. That particular yeah, one. There was one. The spot, but that I that would mean a lot to me. It's gonna be on my mind. Right, here we go. I can pull it up right now. I pull it up right now. I got you right now. I know which one I'm talking about. There we go. I know which one I'm talking about. Let me know. I want it to be the exact one. Yeah. Now he knows which one. Hey, let me tell y'all something real quick. Text. I'm just going into the podcast game. Not too much. Right, fresh out. But when we pre-screened, uh, uh, when we pre-screened um, OG Suicide, he was like right off the bat. He was like, "All right, do your research. Do your research." Yeah. And I appreciate that because at the end of the day, no one else is gonna tell me that. 
Then you be like, oh, you know, it's all right. For me, yeah, I don't I bite my tongue because I don't like the pain of it. So mm, I'm, I'm going like to speak that. my mind. Do your research. Like yeah. Because <laughs> you was trying to get everything out of me before we even sit down. So I'm like, that's why yeah. it's called research. You don't need me. <laughs> that part, that part. Because I was trying to watch it a little bit, too. Um, life is? Was it Life is? Did I film where um, downtown LA? There's a lot of homeless people. Oh yeah, tragedy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, tragedy. I mean, uh, my lifestyle. You know, I I, I live through a tragedy. You know, it, it definitely. You talking about the um, the third verse where I talk about my um, suicide attempt. <clears throat> so what came when when creating these kind of like videos? Like, does it hurt you at all? Like, how does it affect you when actually creating it? And I get it? emotional writing it. Mm. You know, some songs I've actually now I just get in the booth and I just go, mm-hmm. you know, and, and build it. But a lot of the songs that's online, like when I'm writing them, it, it, it be so deep to where it's deep to me. You know, mm-hmm. like the third verse on tragedy, you know, I teared up writing that verse, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it really meant the world to me. You know, like my music, when I write it, I know when I'm actually putting it together, um, word for word, line for line. I know once I put it out there into the world, they're going to take it the same way I presented it. You know, what it, mm-hmm. what it does, does for me, it's going to do for everybody else. And, and, and that's what my music do. Like, my pain, Know My Pain is another one. You know, you don't know my pain. You know, you can't look at a person and just say, oh, this person been through the world, this person been drugged through the mud. Or you, mm-hmm. you can't say that unless a person sit down and actually right. talk to you and, and, and let you know that. So I, I have many out there for sure that it mean the world to me. And a lot of my music, like I said, that I have written myself, like I tear up writing it, you know, like, wow. Because I write from um, more from like ins- more from outside of me than inside of me. You know, well, how that's, will that's people like your therapy? Right. Yeah, there, that's my much. therapy. Yeah. How will people how will people take this? You know, how, how are they going to accept this? And, and I listen from the outside of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd be like, ooh, got it. Get in the booth and there it is. Put it out there to the world and they just be blown away. You know, just like how when you, you heard it, you was like, oh, okay. So the thing, <laughs> what brings, the reason why it brought interest to me or what brings interest to me overall for like even any, anybody that's in the music business, I don't know how, I haven't found anything on where I could be therapeutic on my part, right? But seeing like that is therapeutic for others, I always try to identify like, how is it therapeutic? So you were giving me that, that idea of like, you know, how it helps you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, how do you go about when you're speaking to these, these kids that are going through stuff? Like, how do you help them identify, yo, this could be your therapy or you like, you like drawing, like what could be your therapy? Like help them identify. Cause you said to yourself, you can't tell them. You got to help them identify it themselves. Yeah. Well, me sharing my life story. Mm-hmm helps a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And when they hear it, they relate to it. Mm-hmm. See, it probably didn't touch you the way it touched them because mm-hmm. you probably can't relate to it yeah, because right. you've never been through it. Mm-hmm. So, so, cherries and blossoms. Yeah, see, it's going to be mm-hmm. different to you. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I like it, but I don't get it. But a person that actually been through it, they're going to get it. Not taking nothing away from you because nah, you I, haven't yeah, been through I it. Because I'm glad you haven't been through yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I'd be glad of people that haven't been through it. But mm-hmm. the people that are going through it, mm-hmm. let's find a way to get them out of it. Mm-hmm. Get them away from it. Get get their minds right. 
Because if, if you're not there mentally, you you definitely won't be there physically. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and both of those go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, if your mind is not right, then everything else is just going to fall apart. Yeah, it ain't going to be, you know, it ain't going to feel yeah. good. It ain't yeah, going to feel right. It ain't going to feel good. You ain't yeah. going to be physically right. But when you got both of them coming together, working together, then we get it. Mm-hmm. You know what? One thing I'm wondering about is um, when when you were feeling that way, when you when, when that happened, right, that incident happened, uh, you've been through a bunch of several incidents after that. How do you identify if you're at that same low point or have you been at that same point where you're like, fuck it, I think I'm going to try this again, if that, or, or, or you're just well, way beyond I, that? I know for sure that definitely was something that I didn't want to do again. Okay. Because I oh, woke up in God. the hospital feeling like a failure. Even at that, huh? You know, I feel like I must be a failure. I couldn't even kill myself. Yeah, that's deep. You know, I, I really felt bad that I was, I, at that time, I felt bad I was still alive. Hmm. You know, there were some people that laughed at me, you know, um, about it. There were some people that probably wished I died, you know. But the key thing was how I feel. What am I going to do? Because it's about me. It's not about everybody else. You know, whether I'm here or not, to some, may not mean anything. Mm -hmm. Whether I'm here or not, to me, means a lot. And if I'm ever going to be in a position to to live better, because if you do better, you'll live better. And that's what I had to make my mind up to. After waking up in the hospital, because after it happened, I remember... Um, it was a couple of the little homies there too when it happened. And I could remember um it got dark and then it got bright, like unbearable bright. You're talking about that's like that that uh like out of body experience type of shit, right? Yeah. Okay. It got like damn extremely well, I couldn't even close Mm -hmm, my eyes. mm -hmm. I mean I couldn't keep my eyes open. It was that bright. And then I remember closing my eyes and and I opened them again, and everything was like blurry. And then I can, I start hearing voices of, you know, I was in the hospital. I start, I realized I was in the hospital because I'm laying on my back, and I start looking up, and I notice these hospital lights. And then that's when I start seeing a bunch of doctors and stuff over me. Mm. What's your name? Do you do you know your name? Do you know what day it is? And and man, they were they were scrambling like when. It's, Man, when when you got roaches and you turn the light on, you go in the kitchen to get something to drink, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but, and and they was just on it. Man, what's your name? Do you know your name? What happened? Do you know how you got here? And I was just laying there like, wow. You know, then then like their voices kind of just blocked out and I can just hear myself talking to myself like, damn, like I'm still here. Like, damn, I really feel like, yeah, like, like, fuck, I really failed again. Got out the hospital, living the same way, same same scenario. One thing I couldn't understand, somebody had to bring me clothes, but I shot myself in the head, but they cut my pants off. Uh, <laughs> I ain't like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't shoot myself in the leg. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why y'all cut my damn pants off? You know? That's hilarious. What? Pantless. Yeah. Huh? A birthday yeah, suit. I, That's crazy. That. I had on a, a beige mm-hmm. dicky suit. He worried about yeah. the you were banged out, too, yeah, huh? Yeah, dicky okay. suited out. Like, what the fuck? Why they cut my pants off? When they brought my stuff, it was in a bag, and I took my pants out, you know, to put them on when I was getting ready to be released. And it, it was split up the middle. I'm like, why damn. y'all do that? <laughs> 
<laughs> right, right. Except I had a hat on or somewhere, beanie. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, my head's up here, big yeah, dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, when you shot yourself, you was by yourself? Or? No, it was it it was um it was a it was a couple of the homies there and um um oh, it was like eleven thirty in the daytime, you know, and mm-hmm. um I had been thinking about it for a couple of days, and I feel like that's scary. I didn't want to. Who do I talk about? That. You know, I feel like. There was nobody I could really talk to about it mm-hmm. because of the person I was, you know, in the neighborhood, how people looked at me in the neighborhood. I, I really can say that I, I felt embarrassed to come to somebody and tell them how I felt, you know, mm-hmm. at that particular mm-hmm. time. But when I woke up that particular day, I was like, definitely. And, and, and it's crazy, too, man, because, you know, I, I armed my dicky suit up and, you know, threw it on and. And and I was just like, man, I, I can't do this no more. That's how I felt. Like I came to the end of my road and I took the gun out and I clicked the hammer back and I put it to my head. And I remember the homies like, man, what you doing, man? What you doing? Like, stop playing with that gun. I said, man, I'm not playing. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do it no more, man. I, I just can't. And I just, Bow! Damn, that was it. And I can remember hearing um the homie mom say, What was that? What was that? And I fell. And that's when everything just, like I said, got dark, and then it got bright, and then I woke up in the hospital. Damn. And the only reason I bring it up, too, is because I'm telling you, I feel like um, having been shot, you zippered up, so on and so forth, it's one fucking thing after another, it seems. How the fuck don't you go from that to being like, you know what? This shit's escalating again. Let me, I'm going to reach that point. You know what I mean? Are you able to identify that now if you do get that low in your life or whatever? Uh, well, I definitely you know what I'm won't. saying. I won't. Yeah, and I'm glad be, you said it. You could, said I'm, I'm I know be what I'm homeless tomorrow. You know, what that's saying? right. That's I'm, how I'm, I'm definitely like yeah. way stronger. I, I, I mean the the the, the teacher, you know, what I mean can't become a um, a false prophet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how am I teaching something and then I I turn around like, uh, well, man, all that for nothing. All that for yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I I stand on this. I I really feel like I don't regret nothing I did. Mm. at all for none in the world because everything I did and everything I've been through made me who I am today but I do stand on there's nothing that can go on in this world in your life ever mm-hmm. I don't care how bad or how worse it gets or if back against the wall in the corner need to come out there's nothing in this world can go on in your life to ever make you want to take your life Straight up, and I stand on that. I love that. I love that. I stand on that, regardless. Yeah, I did it okay, but I'm still here for a purpose to explain and show you I got through it. Yeah, that's like the it definition of it made you stronger. Yes, that's literally what happened. Yeah, I, I really feel like at that time, like you know, instead of blowing my brains out, I just compacted them, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did something. You know, I compressed them, made them stronger. You know, I can do better now. You know, nah, for sure. So, do you have like a mentor now, like that you look up to still, or? Good question. Do you have somebody? Yeah, when I look in the mirror. Right. That's That's crazy because it has been you. Your journey has always been you. My journey has always been me. Like you know, I I get in the mirror and you know, and I always tell myself, I I got this. You know, I, I got this. And you can talk to yourself, but just don't start talking back. <laughs> hey, that part. Yeah, that part. You know what I mean? 
shit, man. Well, with that being said, I mean, if there's anything out there, you, I mean, even some parting words for Katrina, for mm-hmm. the, for the, you know, whoever's watching, somebody that may be going through some shit, you know, if you want to spit some words for them before we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely want to say, man, to everyone out there, loved one, um, this camera's right, That's right. right there. I want to say one thing yep. to everyone, man, and I sincerely mean this from the bottom of my heart. Like I said moments ago, there's nothing in this world that you will ever go through to make you want to take your life and believe in yourself. Belief starts within self first. Um, don't get discouraged. Not everybody is going to support you. And, and don't get mad about that because I used to get mad because people I loved the most didn't support me the way I expected them to. You're going to get a lot of more support and love and all of that from people you never met face to face from around the world. So just focus on that. Go where the love is. Always go where the love is because that's what's going to embrace you. That's what's going to make you feel that importance about yourself you know believe in yourself never give up don't rush nothing everything is a process and here's a quote and you can stand on it i live by it a hospital not the only thing with patience you can quote that Mm. i love that i mess with that that too man katrina same thing goes with you you know you want to tell og suicide something before we wrap it up before you you do Mm -hmm. i'm proud of you I'm proud of you, and here's why. You didn't know me at all from nothing. You didn't know me. You came to No Jumper. I sit down. You said what you wanted to do. I gave you some advice. You took it and ran with it. And I'm happy that you did that. I'm proud of you for doing that. Believing in yourself. And sometimes all we need is somebody to give us that little advice to get us further in life, to assist us with starting our journey. You know, life is going to get good for you, loved one. You deserve it. You deserve it. You're here for a reason. Thank you. You're going to continue being blessed. But the key thing is have tunnel vision, stay focused, no distractions. Because them distractions definitely will slow you down. Right. They're, they're pit stops. You know, on, on, on this, on this right. race we live in, right. in this world, it's a race. Everybody is in it. No pit stops. You don't need no pit stops to slow you down, to keep you off track, to take you off track. And whatever's holding you back, whatever it is, loved one, it's time now to walk away from it. It ain't you turning your back on it. You just tell, you 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 giving yourself that opportunity, that chance to change your life for the better. Right. Not everybody's gonna be happy about it. So what? As long as you're happy and you believe, like when I told y'all when y'all came there, y'all got the support y'all came in that room with was impeccable to me. This is. When I walked in this door, I was like, wow. You can tell here, it's love here. Right. This, this, this is a way to, to, to build a better life for yourself, but you got to want to. There's, there's things, there's people that's in your life you're going to have to separate yourself from. 
Everybody not going to understand it. They're going to say you weak, you soft, or you turned your back. No, you didn't. You didn't turn your back. Because who's going to help you pay your bills? You. Right. Who's going to make sure this happened for you? You. Who's going to help you build this? You and the support that you have around you right here in this establishment. And I'm always a phone call away, loved one. I got your back. Thank you. Straight up. Because you don't usually have people that... There's a lot of people that be like, oh, that's cool. That's what you want to do, you know. But you actually, like, I'm here for it. You know, you already built your 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 standard and who you are today. Yes. So everybody knows you, but you gave me a chance to get people to, hey, look, this is what she can do. And yes. this is how we're going to move about it. Yes. And thank you. I appreciate it. Like no I problem. said, I can't... I, I'm, I don't even know what to say. I'm kind of speechless because I really, I literally don't have nobody to give me handouts. I, I literally come, you know, like I don't, I don't have anybody to low key just be like, hey, do this or that. It's always been me by myself, you know. So that's where, that's where it starts. Don't look for handouts, right? Because the people that want to see you win, gonna help you win, gonna assist you win. They're gonna step up and right, they're gonna play right. their part. You don't have to ask. Because when they see you doing it and you're putting progress towards it. Right. Everybody want to eat now. <laughs> not, not even a, I want to eat, but some people, yeah. Right. When they see you winning, they're going to But real love, your real supporters that you have, like this room, right. the energy in this room feels so goddamn good. It's good energy in here right now. So that means you got the people around you. All you got to do is execute. And it ain't even about a handout. Because when people see you doing something in life, wanting something out of life, hey, I got this. Let me let me contribute. To let that. me yeah. help you with this. Hey, you know what? I got this. Let me. But the people that don't want to see you in, yeah, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, that's cool, but I don't know. I don't know that that ain't for me. Well, I didn't ask you with it for you. I'm just telling you what I'm going to do. Keep executing, keep putting one foot in front of the other, tunnel vision, no distractions. Only you can stop you. Right. It's just that simple, loved one. You look good sitting there. Thanks. Stick to it. Now it's time for you to start knocking shows out. Don't let this be your last one. Right. Keep going. Keep going. You you got a team here around you that can reach out to people, that can bring other people here for you to continue doing this. Right. <clears throat> Grow through what you go through. Straight up. I love you. Love you too. Thank you. Let's get it. Shit. Oh, yeah. Network Podcast. Mess with us. That's another we out. episode. Let's get it.